Welcome to the first actual episode of The Mandalorian Man. Who's The Mandalorian Man? I am. And I'm here to talk to you about every episode of Disney Plus's new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian. And I just watched Season 1, Episode 1, Chapter 1. And I want to talk to you about it. But before I do, let's get a word from today's sponsor. Welcome back, everybody. Now, if you're not familiar with me, uh, my name is Mike. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. And I do a bunch of different podcasts over at my website, fansonexperts.com. Um, I started, geez, almost well, well over a year ago, uh, watching every episode of Mad Men and podcasting about it, where I'd watch the episode, i turn on my recorder, and i just talk. And I like doing that, so I thought I would do that for other TV shows. Um, I was going to wait until Mad Men was, I was completely done with Mad Men and then go on to a new show, but today kind of brought up an opportunity that I thought I would jump on. I want to watch, I'm obviously going to watch every episode of The Mandalorian. I signed up for Disney Plus almost exclusively for this show. And I thought, what better way to um, really delve into it but to podcast about it. And the way I kind of do it is I just turn on the recorder and I talk. I don't look up what I just watched. I don't read anything about it. I don't even watch it more than once. I, um, it's pretty loosey-goosey where I just kind of talk about what I saw and I guess at things and I get a lot of things wrong, but that's the fun of it. I am lifelong Star Wars fan. You know, I'm, I'm in my 40s, so I'm a kid of the 80s. Um, I saw the first, well, I saw Jedi in the theater. I think that was the first one I actually saw in the theater. Um, and obviously I'll be going to the theater next month to see a new movie, but the thing is, I'm not like huge, huge into the... Um, the facts, you know, I listen to Star Wars Minute, um, but I don't, a lot of the names I get from that, I got from that podcast more than I remember from the original movies. Um, so there's a lot that happened in this show and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of it wrong and we're going to miss a lot of it, but Hey, I'm here to talk about it and enjoy it. And if you want to get in on the discussion, you can leave a message right at my, uh, website, which is anchor.fm slash Mandalorian man. You can email me at mandalorian at fansnotexperts.com or you can tweet me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. So let's talk about this, this show. What is the Mandalorian? Who is the Mandalorian? What is a Mandalorian? Well, I have to be honest. I, I remember hearing Mandalorian armor. Um, and I didn't realize, when I was a kid, I thought Boba Fett was a robot at one point. And then I thought Boba Fett was his own thing. And then you watch the prequels and you realize that, if I'm correct, 
this is where I'm, I'm going to tell you that I'm, I'm not the guy you go to for expertise. Django Fett is Boba Fett's dad. He was the model for the clones, right? I got all that right. <clears throat> and they're all Mandalorian. And Boba Fett ended up taking his dad's armor, which isn't specific to, I'm, I'm assuming now, isn't specific to Django or Boba. It's just a Mandalorian type of armor. Um, in this show, our Mandalorian, once again, is a, is a um, bounty hunter. Now, are they all bounty hunters? Is every Mandalorian a bounty hunter? I don't know. Um, his armor isn't exactly the same as Boba Fett's, but the helmet is pretty similar. Um, we don't get a name. We don't get a face. We get a voice. I know the actor is... I'm going to probably... I'm already screwing it up. I think it's Pedro Pascal. Um, so I already know what he actually looks like. Uh, I've seen him in a lot of great things. Narcos um, and Game of Thrones. Um, and I'm sure there's other things. But he is... Um, he's about to hunter. He's a bounty hunter who's kind of a hired gun. He gets paid to do jobs. And the... it, You know, this is kind of like a Western which I like about it. He's like the man with no name, rides into town for a specific job. It kind of opens up where we see these guys at a bar, a cantina, I guess you could call it, roughing up some like kind of weaselly alien looking guy who's wimpy. Uh, this All of a sudden, our hero kind of tumbles right into the saloon, you could say. And um, the, the ruffians kind of take a notice of him they go to rough him up and he boom 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 ends up beating him up you know killing one of them um with some cool you know with a little grappling hook chops a dude in half pretty cool but of course it turns out that the guy he ended up saving is actually the person he's there to get um and it's like this little again this little weasley alien guy and it turns out, look, he's like, look, I can bring you in hot or I can bring you in cold. Meaning, you want to come with me? Cool. Otherwise, I'll kill you and still bring you in with me. It's up to you. And this guy's kind of a wimp, so he goes with him. No argument. And then they, they, they're right. They're on some ice planet. Now, I think Hoth is an ice planet. See, these are the things. I know these terms, but I don't know if I'm using them right. And... um so I don't know if it is Hoth, but I know Hoth. I think Hoth is a nice planet. You know, again. Welcome to the Mandalorian man. Um, but he takes the guy out and he's looking for a passage. He, you could, They set something up pretty early in this episode. He does not like droids. So this land speeder comes up, state of the art, and um, but it's got a little droid. It's got looks, looks like an R2 unit in there. And he's like, no, I, I don't want to, you know droid i don't like droids so he pays the dude a little more brings in another uh land speeder land speeder right and who's behind the wheel but brian possein the comedian i recognized him i didn't recognize him right away once he opened his mouth i recognized him and he's got this old kind of crappy land speeder but is not a droid uh drive i wonder why there's going to be some reason why he doesn't like droids it's probably going to be something related to some flashback we saw. I'm guessing. Um, also, droids can be uh, tracked, I'm thinking. you know, They can 
they have memory, they have ways of, you know, showing where they are, so, I don't know, could be many things. Uh, but this guy takes them out to his spaceship out on the ice, and he warns them, he's like, don't, you know, the way Brian Posehn talks, he's like, don't stay out too long on the ice. I can't do a Brian Posehn. Um, and then he speeds away, and it, they're watching him, and this monster comes up and pulls him under the water. And the little alien guy's like, we got to get on the ship, get on the ship, get on the ship. You know, it's they get on the ship. Obviously, there's a little moment where the monster almost gets them, and then boom, 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 our Mandalorian friend uh, electrocutes the monster, and they get to fly away. On the ship, this dude says nothing. The alien is all talk, 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 talk. At the end of the credits, I think this is Horatio Sands as the alien, if, if I read the credit correctly. Um, you could tell it was kind of a comedian, the way the guy talked, the way he was... Um, he just had a little energy. And he wanted to use the bathroom, so he goes snooping around downstairs in the spaceship. I think he was actually looking for a way to jump out of the hatch. But he comes across all these people frozen in carbonite. That must be either a um, bounty hunter thing or a Mandalorian thing. I don't know, because remember, we saw Han Solo in kryptonite, uh, kryptonite in carbonite. Um, you know, back in Return of the Jedi days and Empire Strikes Back days. I don't know if you're familiar with those. Those are Star Wars movies. Um, so, and I'm getting everything I'm getting wrong. I don't care. This is fun. This is me reliving what I just watched and telling you about it because um, you love it too. So he comes across all these different people frozen in carbonite. And then the last one they show, and I'm like, am I supposed to know who that is? Did they did they show this guy for a specific reason? Um, and he he while he's looking at it, he um, up behind him, the the Mandalorian shows up right behind him. He's like, oh, I'm not gonna be uh, going to the bathroom, am I, or something like that? I don't know. And the, the guy, he's like, I don't think so. Throws him into a um, kind of this little. Space air, space, and then freezes him up, and now he's in carbonite too, frozen and ready to be shipped. Ready, it's like um, you know, you get a nice dinner, you freeze it, and now it's freeze packed and ready to be shipped. And that's what this man is, or this alien uh, being is. He shows up, flies to the planet that he's delivering these people to, and it, it's not delivering it to a specific person because he has different people um, there. It's almost like it's a business. He, there's these. Um, carbonite, you know, um, jail cells, I guess you can call them, imprisonments, are being offloaded for delivery to wherever place the bounties are um, being called for. And he goes into another cantina. I'm thinking this, this is home planet. And who do we see but Apollo freaking Creed? Yes, Mr. Carl Weathers himself, who appears to be the boss or the point man or the the bounty, um, the bail bondsman, is that what he would be called? And the bounty hunters work for the bail bondsman, is that, I think. And I'm, I'm going off of Midnight Run, so I don't know exactly if I have that right. Um, but Mandalorian delivers um, the proof that he has the prisoners. And then, um, well, they didn't get offloaded until he got the proof. Uh, and then Carl Weathers is like, here's your payment. And then uh, Mandalorian's like, these are Empire credits, and the Empire's down. So we know this is after Return of the Jedi. Now, I did see a thing where it said it's set, it's set three years after Return of the Jedi. Um, I, I wish I didn't even see that, because I like knowing things 
I like learning everything I can from the show, not doing any research. I want the show to tell me, not going in knowing things. Um, but you could see from that, just that little moment right there, that this is after Empire Strikes Back. Um, it's like the Empire, the Empire is no more. He's like, they still spend. Um, but the um, our Mr. Mandalorian was not going for it. So he was going to take his, uh, his, his, his prisoners back. But uh, Carwell has pulled out another payment that he had. Um, he had a couple of these other things, these discs, and this big square metal like chip or plate that um, you could see meant something to our Mandalorian man. And it, it, they talk about it a little more later. Um, but that was the payment that he uh, that seemed to s to sell him, and then he's like, "I have a few more jobs. I have uh, ba uh, um, what was it? He said I have a uh, bail jumper, bail jumper, bail jumper, and this guy's for smuggling." Um, and the a small thought, a small part of me thought, the smuggling guy could that be Han Solo? Because this is right after the Empire. Han Solo's still alive. He's still considered a smuggler. Uh, Jabba the Hutt is dead, but there's got to be other people out there who are looking for Han Solo. Um, so it'd be funny if they said it was a smuggler who's, um, you know, who's who's um, getting caught has been a, he's been trouble in the past. All they said was he was a smuggler, so it probably isn't Han Solo. But you know, that was the connection. I was like, who could that be? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, and he's like, I'll take all of them. He's like, no, whoa, 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 hold up, buddy. Um, they didn't want to give him all of them for some reason, but he says he had another job for him, a special job. And it seemed like people seemed to notice this was a job that was off that didn't have a, um, a like paperwork. It didn't have a disc that had the information on it. You had to meet face to face, uh, to find out about this job. And, uh, Mandalorian man's like, uh, I mean, I'm the Mandalorian man. Our Mandalorian is like. I'll take it or something like that. I don't know. He didn't, he didn't say I'll take it, but he took the job and, uh, he first thing he does is he takes the, um, well, he goes to this job. Okay. Uh, again, I just watched this. So you think I will remember, but he goes to, um, you know, uh, Carwell is like, I have this address. He didn't say it. They, they, they use different terms, but you know what I'm talking about. He says, I have this address that you have to meet face-to-face. -face. So he goes and um, meets the guys face-to-face. -face, and it's Werner Herzog, I think. Who not he like a famous director? Um, and then the other guy, I recognized him. I, I saw the name and all of it. I was like, yes, I remember you. Now, I don't know what I've seen him in, but I've seen him in things. Um and they are um, surrounded by stormtroopers. So this guy might have at some point been part of the Empire. Um, but he's like, uh, he's like, we need you to get the, um, we need you to get the subject. Alive would be good. Dead would be fine. And the, the scientist guy, I think, he was like, no, no, we alive. That, uh, dead was never part of it. And he's like, uh, the old guy was like, you know, you have to do what you have to do. He, the old guy seemed like he wanted the thing more dead than alive, the, the subject. He didn't have any information on it except that it's 50 years old or they're 50 years old. So it seemed like there was more than one. 
um, but I didn't catch that at the end. So um, they he takes the job um, and the, he shows them the metal credit, the, the, the metal plate. And the old guy's like, that's good that it's back um, with Mandalorian. So it seems like this metal plate is very important to Mandalorian heritage. Um, and this old dude who um, seems like he's a leftover part of the Empire, that's my guess, um, and wants him to do this job, uh, kind of, I don't know if he was just kissing his ass, trying to be complimentary about this metal plate. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out as I go. And if you know, tweet me at Geek Mentality. Um, but then he takes this metal plate and goes to what I would call a Mandalorian blacksmith who is like, oh, this will be great. Um, this will be great for many um, findlings. I don't know if that means this metal, because she, she, he gives it to her. She melts it down. Maybe she can use it for a bunch of different things, but one of the things she uses it for is to make this cool shoulder plate, shoulder armor for our Mandalorian man. I don't know if that was some si sort of sign of like dignity, if it was almost like a, a, a medal that, you know, you'd see a soldier wear. Um, metal, like not metal, but metal with a D. Um, but it seemed very, like, it seemed very, um, our Mandalorian man, it was like an honor, a great honor to be wearing this, this shoulder plate. I'm sure there's some great significance and some Boba Fett stuff that I'm missing, but that's fine. I'm learning as I go. Um, and, oh, there was one other thing. Oh, while that was happening, while she was banging and, and making this stuff as a blacksmith, he, when he said, I was a findling, right? A findling? Um, he was having flashbacks. So we were getting flashbacks of him as a small child. Um, looks like he was running from something. It might be droids. He was running from something with his family, and then his family threw him or put him in something to hide him, so he was separated from his family. So I wonder if we're going to find out he was some sort of orphan that got brought into this world of bounty hunting from Apollo Creed, Mr. Carl Weathers. I don't know. Um, but that wasn't just a one-off thing. I think that we're going to see come up and show up and build more to give us more of an idea of who this guy is. Okay, so now, after he puts the medal on, he's off to do his job. He's off to find whatever this old dude and this young dude want him to find. And he goes to this planet, and he's got this cool long gun, but it also has binoculars in it. And what's he see but these monsters, these big blah, 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 monsters, and they come up and they attack him. And all of a sudden, this old Muppet face looking dude shows up and saves him. Saves the day, knocks these two blurgs out, as they're called, and saves our Mandalorian friend, brings him back to his house. It reminded me of a Muppet because the face moved. It looked like it was a puppet face move, not digital, I think. Or it was meant to look that way. It felt like it was weird because I felt like, I was like, wow, that face movement is weird. Like it's not, I feel like it could be better. But I also felt like it is that way almost to make it feel older, to make it feel like it's from 
you know, the early Star Wars days. Not perfect. Not this perfect digital face. I don't know if that's me. But, um, and the voice, I couldn't quite make out who it was. Um, it, that at the end, I think that, because I saw the actor listed, that's got to be Nick Nolte, right? He's the old dude. Um, I have spoke. I have spoken, which was pretty awesome. I love that little line. Uh, that felt like that's going to be like a, like that's going to be the line that is going to go viral or be memed. I think that's, um, anyway, this dude, um, is there. He, he knows he's never met a Mandalorian before. He is, he's grateful that he helped them catch these two blurgs, which are kind of like alien looking on two legs, but kind of like horses or bulls that you actually use. Um, and he's like, you need to go to this place and to get there, you're going to need to ride one of these blurgs and I'm going to teach you how to ride it. And then we had kind of, again, like a Western, we had a moment where our Mandalorian friend learns to ride these bulls, these horses, these creatures. Uh, and the, the, the old dude is like, maybe you should take off your helmet. And uh, Mandalorian's like, maybe you should shut your face. That wasn't exactly it, but um, something like that. He's, the people are probably going to say all the time, maybe take off your helmet. And he's never going to take off his helmet. That's my thinking. Um, but eventually, he he connects with this uh, this uh, monster-looking creature thing, rides him a little bit. And the next thing you know, we see the two of, them, two of them set off on adventure to go where they need to go because this guy knows the area well. He gets our Mandalorian friend close enough and then says, I have spoken, and he heads off. He heads off and goes back home. And our Mandalorian friend creeps up and he's using his binoculars again. He's like, all right, that's where I got to get to. These alien looking things. And all of a sudden, this other thing shows up. I am a bounty hunter. Boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. And he's like a friggin' droid. Now, IG-88 is a very famous droid toy thing from like original Star Wars. This is not IG-88. This is an IG unit. We learned that. Because he just called him an IG unit, and we also, he's not, a, I thought, okay, this is going to be his partner for the series. That didn't happen either. So, but it was it was a fun little thing because, um, and I think, is this Taika Watiti who's the voice of this guy? I think um, because the unit shows up at the exact same time as he shows up, and the, the, the robot, the android, the droid, is like, I am here to get the creature, or to get the bounty, and he starts shooting all the aliens. And then Mandalorian is like, whoa, 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 I'm here too. And he's like, it is my job. He's like, I, I thought I was the only one hired. He's like, so did I. So there's a little mystery there. For some reason, two bounty hunters were hired. Uh, and they end up fight, shooting all the guys. And then this dude shows up with a friggin' uh, giant laser gun. But they end up killing him and getting the laser gun and shooting all the other guys. Bing, 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 bing. Then they use the laser gun to shoot this whole door down. Bang, 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 bing, boom. Can you believe, if you're listening to this in your car and you hear me go bing, bang, bing, bing, boom, chum, 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 you think to yourself, what the hell have I done? But I thank you for subscribing. Um, so in the IG units, like I'm going to self-destruct. He's like, don't self-destruct. We'll get out of this. I thought we were going to see the old man show up again. We didn't see him show up again. I thought he was going to save the day. He didn't save the day. Um, <clears throat> and so they end up killing all the people and they end up using that same cannon to open up this door because they, they had a, um, 
like a homing device so they could at least find where this thing is that they were looking for. So they go in and there's one guy there on guard. They shoot him and it looks just like a garage with all kinds of crap everywhere, um, a storage area. And, but the homing unit gets really, really close to the small orb looking thing. And our little, our friend, the Mandalorian presses a few buttons and the orb opens up and he's like, I thought it said it was 50 years old. And the IG unit's like, different species age differently. And we look, and what do we see? What do we see? We see a young, bright-eyed, little Yoda-looking guy. Now, it ain't Yoda, because this is after Return of the Jedi. Yoda's dead, unless this is Yoda reincarnated. But it's this cute little Yoda thing. Now, I don't think we've ever learned what these Yoda creatures are called. We've only seen two. We've seen Yoda. And then in the prequels, we saw that Lady Yoda. I don't know her name. Sorry, but I know she was there. Um, <clears throat> that's it. We've seen Puppet Yoda. We've seen CGI Yoda. We've seen Cartoon Yoda. We've seen Ghost Yoda. Um, but we've n- never seen a little baby looking Yoda. But this isn't, quote unquote, Yoda. Yoda was a specific person. But this little guy is so cute. And IG was like, too bad we must terminate it. It is our orders. And the Mandalorian's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not killing him. I was told to bring him in. I was told to kill. I was told we could bring him in. And he was like, I was told to kill it. And too bad we have to. Orders. And he put the gun up. And you hear a gun blaster go off. And then pff, the IG unit falls down because our Mandalorian killed the IG unit destroyed it, I should say. And the last moment, the last scene is he puts his hand up and we see the little Yoda, little green Yoda looking dude. I don't want to call him Yoda. Puts his hand up too and their hands, their fingers almost touch as the show goes off the air, as the credits roll and it's the end of the episode. So now he has this little creature that he needs to, that he needs to bring back to these people but they were like look we want it to be brought back alive but if it's brought back dead that's fine so why do they want him and I don't think our Mandalorian is going to trust bringing this little baby even though it's 50 years old um, child back to these guys and why did the IG unit have only the orders to kill it now what is this creature? Is this creature automatically like have the force? Is the force strong in this this child? Uh, could it be a future Jedi? Here's the thing: we don't see. <laughs> I know this is um, this you know this is what twenty. If this is three years after Empire, this is twenty five. Or something like that years before Force Awakens. It's not like we have these creatures or any others. So, you know, as far as we were concerned, Yoda and that other woman were, were that was it. But it isn't. So I don't know what to, I don't even know what to think. I don't want to make I don't want to think about how does this work in the Force Awakens and how does this work into the Last Jedi and blah 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 blah. No. I want to take this as its own thing. And enjoy it for what it is. So I don't know what we're looking at. 
I know what we're looking at, but I don't know why we're looking at it. That's the thing. What is this species? Are we ever going to find out? I hope we don't, because I like that there's no name to it. Why is this... Why do those creatures have them in the first place? Why do these um, old dude and the scientist... I think he's a scientist. Why does? Why do they want him alive or dead? Why do they want him in the first place? Why do the IG unit want him dead? Did the IG unit get hired by someone else? I don't know, but these are the questions that we're going to find out as we go along. And here's the cool thing. Um, other shows that I've watched uh, or other shows that I've podcasted about the show has happened already. So a lot of people who listen to it already know they're either watching along with me or they've watched it in the past. Um, so they know where things are going. But you guys, you and me, we're going to be doing this pretty much at the same time. My goal is to have a new episode every day that a new episode of The Mandalorian is released. So... The next episode comes out on Friday. My friends, you're going to hear me then. And then it looks like it's Fridays up until the end of the year. So this podcast is going to be here with you from now until the end of 2019. And then, you know, I assume and I hope we'll be back again for a second season. Um, based on this first episode, based on the reaction that I've seen so far on Twitter, spoiler free, um... I would assume that, that this show will be picked up for another season. I, I don't know how expensive it is. Um, it was gorgeous to look at, so we'll see if that has anything to do with it. But I say I didn't want to get spoiled, but I did go onto Twitter and I typed in, or I used TweetDeck, and I typed in hashtag The Mandalorian. I was typing it into a tweet, and the stupid Twitter um, will fill in things. So it said, hashtag the Mandalorian Yoda. I was like, what? 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 Is he Yoda? Yoda? I, I, like, why is that? Like, so in other words, a lot of people were typing Yoda. A lot of people were typing enough that it showed up as a kind of like fill in the blank response, which really sucked because when they went in to uh, open the, the thing, I thought, Oh, there's going to be some kind of, there's got to be something about Yoda in there. So I got friggin' spoiled on that. Now, I didn't, I thought, I thought maybe we'd see like a ghost of Yoda or something. But that doesn't make any sense because this has nothing to do with Skywalker. <sighs> Man. So I, I did kind of get spoiled. Not exactly. Um, but look, I've spoiled everything. I hope you've watched the episode already. If you haven't watched the episode, um, then, geez, wow. I really blew it. Um, Disney Plus. This is the first thing I've watched on it. And, you know, I don't know how much I'm going to watch things other than this. Like, am I, and am I going to stay with it after this is done? Now, there's a lot of great stuff on there. I can't wait for the Marvel stuff to show up. I am going to watch some of the stuff, uh, some of the movie stuff. I know my wife's going to watch some of the movie stuff. Um, so I am probably going to keep it. I did the bundle. I was already paying for Hulu with no ads. So for a buck more, I'll get Hulu with ads. And Disney Plus, and for some reason ESPN Plus, because that's a thing too. Um, but I'm really, I was really happy with the show. It flew by. First of all, it wasn't overly long. And a lot of these streaming shows, they're like, "Oh, we're streaming, we can go as long as we want." It's a 58 minute episode, every single one. This was 39 minutes, including credits. 
and it flew by and it was fun the music was fun the the kind of the western feel of it was fun the adventure the landscape the fighting uh, all kind of in the it's like a classic western tale of um you know the search and now they i guess the rescue and what is the adventure what is going to be this mandalorian and this yoda creature on the road i don't know but it's kind of the classic tale of the man who is the anti-hero um but it's wrapped in the cocoon of star wars and i love it i can't wait for friday to see another episode i hope you stick with me uh this is brand new i just did everything for this podcast today so it's just going to start showing up on different podcast catchers it's available on spotify right away um so i hope you listen and it should be on apple soon um and all the podcast any place you can get podcasts it's going to eventually be there i want to thank you so much for uh listening and subscribing again please check me out on twitter at geek mentality um and i think that's it i think i'm done i have spoken That's not experts.